Just in and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in to the early line. Live right here on Sports Good on a Thursday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh. I'm joined, of course, by Donnie Wrightside. Live with you with two hours to go over a whole lot of action. DRS, how you feeling? Love it. Feeling really good. It's good to work with a brand new co-host today. We'll see if we can get this show jumping, and we'll see if we're a perfect mm. fit together here on the network. Because it, It's nice to meet you, Kevin Walsh. Ah, I, I Listen, I know... That it's hard for you without me carrying you through these two hours. But don't worry, I'm back and I've got Mm. you covered. Let's start it off here with some quarterback updates. Some huge quarterback updates. Josh Allen did not practice yesterday for the Buffalo Bills. Dealing with an elbow injury. Not much of a surprise that he didn't practice. Uh, But it does not help alleviate the concern around Buffalo with their franchise quarterback where we have seen a lot of line movement not just Donnie in their game up against the Minnesota Vikings but also Josh Allen no longer the MVP favorite. Yeah, this is troubling here. And I know a lot of people are going to say, ooh, that's really good news that Josh Allen looks like he's not going to be out long term. Maybe misses a week or two. Maybe he doesn't miss any weeks. But that's not the issue for me, Kevin. And I know we're going to expound on this a little bit later in the show. It's the fact of the matter is you're sitting in that one spot here. How important it is to stay there. Not like, hey, Josh Allen be healthy for a playoff run. Yeah, good luck with that when you're playing in Kansas City again for the AFC Championship game. Devastating news all the way around, even if it doesn't cost Josh Allen multiple games. And we're going to have an opportunity to expand on this. It's going to be our top store. We're going to hit it next in a major way. It's not just that one seed, though. They are winless in the division. A world where Buffalo is on the road to open up the postseason is unbelievable. But if Josh Allen is down for a legitimate amount of time, that could be where we are. I'll tell you one team, though, that would be over the moon to be playing a road playoff game. That would be the Los Angeles Rams. And they got some bad news. I know Stafford's been bad, but that's still your starting quarterback. That's still a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and he now enters concussion protocol. What feels like a little late in the game here, putting some real question marks on his status for this upcoming week week up against the Arizona Cardinals. And that line, Donnie, is now down to one and a half. Yeah, this is an odd one here. We go in the concussion protocol, you know, three days basically after a game and you're not even getting clear answers from the Rams like hey showed up we had a conversation and next thing you know he was in concussion protocol I'm like whoa this doesn't sound like we're following all the measures here of getting right where it took him to get into the building get a cup what, what did he do fill up his cup of coffee with like soda hey what are you doing here putting creamer in your soda oh yeah wait oh, oh my bad no I, something is amiss here with the Rams uh, I I understand kind of what you're saying because you uh, there should be zero instances where he got knocked around at practice, right? Like a guy yes, getting nicked up correct. at practice happens, but not a concussion for your quarterback ever. It's a really interesting yeah. situation. And it's one of a couple uh, question marks uh, around some key positions that are moving lines. Uh, and again, we'll be able to get to that a little more in hour number two. How about some NBA headlines here? I mean, the Brooklyn Nets, the gift that just keeps on giving. Jock Vaughn 
You earned it, buddy. I'm sure that's what Joe Sy and Sean Marks told him. You were always our first choice. Actually, a credit to Jock Vaughn, who at the press conference was like, I probably wasn't the first choice. But here we are, named Nets head coach after clearly the league or fellow owners, whoever it was, stepped in and was like, um... Yeah, you know Ime Doke is available for a reason, and those reasons are why you should not make him your head coach. As our radio audience enters the early line on Sports Grid Radio Series XM Channel 159 on a Thursday morning, the Nets sticking with Jock Vaughn. Yeah, this is basically simple, Kevin. I think you went right down the path I'm going here. They're not going to tell you up front. The Nets is an organization, no. The NBA, no. But the bat phone on the back channels picked up and goes, yeah, good luck with that hire. You want M.A. Adoka? We're going to suspend them for two years and hung up the phone right away. And next thing you know, Jacques Vaughn, we always wanted this guy. Like, isn't that probably how it went down? Honestly, uh, yes, to where email was like, don't hire me, don't hire me, don't hire me. It's just a ridiculous Man. situation. But uh, they did get a dominant victory over the New York yeah. Knicks. They keep winning without Kyrie. We will get to that because, of course, that's the situation. Over with the Lakers. My, I mean, again, these two teams, and that's in the Lakers. If they both miss the playoffs, I demand a seven-game playoff series just to watch it on its own separate situation. The Lakers lose last night. Of course they do. They played another really good team. The best part is, right before what would be the easy part of their schedule comes around, LeBron appears to be dealing with a groin injury and exits this game early. Yes, and here's my favorite part. Dr. Donnie puts on his, you know, medical hat and says, Oh, boy. What did you say, LeBron, at the press conference here? Oh, I'm fine, man. I'm good. Yeah, you're good. That's probably going to be at least four to eight games that LeBron James will miss at this point, which will send the Lakers absolutely reeling. It's great because when the Lakers are really good, you talk about them, and the Lakers are really bad. I like to talk about them even more. I'm sure you and many others do. (laughs) Pair of baseball headlines here. The San Francisco Giants talking about bringing in Aaron Judge. They said, we'll see what the mutual interest level is at, a.k.a. does Judge want to be here? But financially, we know we have what it takes. And how about some good news for the Philadelphia Phillies as we found out that apparently Trey Turner is eyeing up the city of brotherly love as he's now going to be entering free agency. Yeah, not hard to find out when Bryce Harper during the middle of the season in no you know, particular order goes, yeah, my favorite player in the league is Trey Turner at shortstop. You knew that was going to be a lightning round. And by the way, if Aaron Judge walks away from the Yankees when the money is the same to go to the Giants, my goodness, K-Dub. Yeah, I think that does sum it up. Also, Ohio State, Michigan, <laughs> final week of the regular season in college football. That line, now just eight and a half. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Price drop? Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on the early line, and the biggest story right now in the National Football League is the health of Josh Allen. 
and clearly there is still a lot up in the air. The opening line here for Buffalo and Minnesota saw, uh, saw the Bills lay a touchdown, which, again, if you've been following along this year, that's unsurprising, okay? A 7-1 team, they don't care. The, wherever the Bills go, they're going to be favored, and if they're going to be playing at home, they're probably laying a touchdown. Well, that's now down to three and a half, giving us a very clear indication that there's major doubts that Josh Allen plays this game. But there's also a lot of doubts about if Josh Allen then would play the week after and the week after. Let's start with the immediate questions, DRS, around this game up against Minnesota. You see where this line sits. What does that tell you? And would you act on it either direction? It, it's great because as a handicapper, these are actually the games we really like. And you say, well, Donna, you always tell me, like the bet in a vacuum in baseball where you know the pitcher and you know the starting lineups. But football is a little bit different here because you can get extreme value one way or another. And it seemed like earlier in the week, what were we doing with the sports books here? Hedging against that number going, well, we can't still hang it over a touchdown if Josh Allen doesn't play. But we can't also put it at three and a half right away because what happens if Allen reappears on a Thursday or Friday afternoon and he's ready to play? Now, we're looking now at the three and a half currently at the FanDuel Sportsbook. And you're saying, well, Donnie, that probably means Josh Allen isn't going to play. Well, we're reading between the lines with what Sean McDermott is saying. And also, let's remember the timeline here, Kevin. After Sunday's game, you saw the pictures there late where he's like holding his elbow and rubbing it. And then he uncorks a 70-yard blast downfield to Gabe Davis to end the game. Didn't catch it. But, okay, you didn't really think too much of it because how bad could his elbow be? Maybe it swells up a little bit. But McDermott also said, Kevin, by Tuesday afternoon, yeah, it's going to go through all the tests and we'll have an answer for you. There was no answer, which is, means some doctors probably saw it as, I don't think it's a big deal. Well, maybe one or two doctors said, you know what, you might have a little bit of an issue. And then you see Sean McDermott yesterday in a press conference say, we'll see what he might be able to do on Friday. That tells you right there, Kevin. That's the old hamstring, right? He's going to work it out on Friday to see what it's about. They're probably going to be extra cautious. What is the point of sending him out here doing more damage to that elbow and saying, okay, now we've got to put him in the IR until late December, and we'll see if we can get him back for a playoff run. It doesn't make a lot of sense here to put him in harm's way. I'm going to bet that that line is correct. The nine and a half is opening up at the FanDuel Sportsbook down to three and a half, which is letting you know Josh Allen is probably not going to be under center on Sunday afternoon. And Josh Allen being worth six points to the spread, right? You know, him versus Case Keenum. I think that's understandable, right? I think what gets really tricky is if Josh Allen does play, we're never getting back to those, you know, again, touchdown plus numbers, right? Well, then we start to wonder, well, how healthy is he, right? And as you said, if you're Buffalo, it's a little, it's tricky, if this was the NBA, we would just hold, we've, we would have already ruled Josh Allen out because it's 82 games. You can ha- here's a week. Uh, we'll, we can we can lose six games. It doesn't matter. We're going to be fine. You know, if it's a Steph Curry, we're going to sit Steph out. We're fine here. We're the Golden State Warriors. In the NFL, it's a little different because the Buffalo Bills have a lot of pressure being applied to them from a couple of different places here. Again, I know everyone's going to be keeping their eye on the race for the number one seed, which is not just the Kansas City Chiefs, but the Baltimore Ravens, all three of those teams having six wins. But it is also within the division because the other six-win teams in the IFC are the Jets and the Dolphins, who have already beat the Buffalo Bills. And now if you're Buffalo, that's a lot to overcome. You can be the most talented team in the, in, all, in the entire sport, which is what everybody thinks they are, right? But if they're the fifth seed, the sixth seed, that starts to change the outlook a little bit. They're not going to be the favorites to win a Super Bowl. I promise you they are not going to be the favorites to win a Super Bowl if they enter as a wild card team going into this postseason. So here's what I want to ask you. As we pull up the Buffalo Bills' remaining schedule, How many games does Josh Allen miss where you're saying, I'm not worried, I'm not panicked? Again, they're playing Minnesota this week. They're clearly going to still be favorites in the football game here, right? Then they're home against Cleveland, and then they're at Detroit. I I think Case Keenum is still favored in those football games. Then they're at New England. Okay, maybe not. Then they're home against those Jets and home against those Dolphins. Hey, look, then they're at the Bears. Now, that's about um, that's over a month of football that we're breaking down there, DRS, where 
are they favorites in still every single game without Case Keenum? It shows that they have a lot of breathing room. Where are you at in terms of how much time Josh Allen can miss before you start to get worried? I'm worried about every game he's going to miss. Now, having said that, Case Keenum has been around the block. Case Keenum has actually played in an NFC championship game before. He's been in big game environments. Not as if you're going after Sam Ellinger to start and saying, oh, man, the Buffalo Bills are really in for it. You do have a capable backup, but also capable backups aren't the same as having an MVP player who's playing at the top of his game. And the reason why everybody, we're not picking the Buffalo Bills to go to the Super Bowl because Stephon Diggs, because Matt Milano, linebacker, because of how good the coaching staff is for the Buffalo Bills. You're picking him to go win a Super Bowl because Josh Allen is playing at a ridiculous level and he's a physical freak. He's not going to be there. I am worried about this Vikings game coming in. And also, keep it moving forward. The Browns, yeah, you should beat them. The Lions, you should beat them. But again, you're missing an MVP player at the most important position in sports the quarterback so yes and also moving it farther down the road you're right this isn't the golden state warriors who cares where we're seated if we line up in the seventh seed in the west nobody wants to face us if we're healthy and we'll handle it from there football is a one-off it's one game it's any of the other opponents building here it's why you play the entire season to get a high enough seed to host a playoff game it's that important and if you don't have that for the buffalo bills that was your major wild card when you went in and beat kansas city we came on this show and i told you there you go you don't have to play in kansas city again now you might have to play in kansas city in tennessee you know who wherever on the road multiple games and maybe not even hosting your own game because as you said look at the division you're not running away with anything there's two teams in there that already have six wins just like you do, and you're 0-2 in that division. Oh, by the way, the last place team in that division, they got five wins. This is an uphill battle for the Bills, which I didn't anticipate at this point, K-Dub. And again, I I think that we're not going to start talking about Buffalo missing the playoffs unless we see some crazy, ugly yeah. performances check in, yeah. right, from Case Keenum. Also, if you look at some of the... There's a world he plays this Sunday. So it's I don't think that we're going to be losing Josh Allen for this season, right? Or for two months of football. But three games, four games is certainly possible. And here's where I think, and the odds have already told us this, and I, and I couldn't agree more. Josh Allen, if he misses three games, is done in the MVP race. I, I don't see any world he can still compete. Not with the season Pat Mahomes is having, not with the season the Philadelphia Eagles are having, and Jalen Hurts. Josh Allen right now is already now starting to lose some of the ground statistically to Pat Mahomes. Mahomes throwing for more touchdowns, 200 more yards. While I know Josh makes up for that as a runner, but now you can't if you miss two games. Not with the season that Pat is having. And again, Jalen Hurts at the Philadelphia Eagles are 15-2, and 16-1. and one. Whether people like it or not, that's going to make a great deal of a difference. And... Jalen Hurts is having a very good statistical season as well when you do passing plus rushing. Josh Allen was the favorite. The Bills are the darling of everyone's eye around this league. But if Josh Allen misses three games, Donnie, I think he is absolutely eliminated from the MVP race. Yes, and he will be because it's about statistics here. And you can't lose three full football games to Patrick Mahomes, which could mean 900 yards passing and an additional nine touchdowns on top of that. So I would agree. And also, you're going to lose the bump if you lose football games. The reason why Josh Allen is so appealing, if you win the AFC and you're the best quarterback in the AFC, that's going to give you a lean. Now, if the Buffalo Bills don't win the AFC, and let's just say Kansas City does, that's an extra advantage there for Patrick Mahomes. Tough scene in Buffalo here, but we'll find out a little bit more later in the week. Thursday, today, Friday practice reports. They'll be out, and they'll tell the tale. It will be interesting. If he misses just one game, and they get absolutely steamrolled by the Vikings, Oh boy! all of a sudden, does that maybe actually help Josh Allen? Again, I... I don't think so. I think availability is incredibly important. We pause on the NFL, the NBA delivering quite a lot. We'll break it down next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. 
The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on Sports. The NBA season is also a very interesting start, right? We might have some time to talk a little bit about the 10 and 3. Utah Jazz, which is obviously a surprising start, but no matter who you are. However, it is hard to ignore the top two stories, which is last year's top two favorites, the Lakers and the Nets, and how things have started for their year. And we'll get to the Lakers in a bit, as the things that are going wrong for the Lakers, it's, it's, ah, it's a bad roster, doesn't look like we're ever going to be healthy, We're not sure if we want to push all the way in or do we want to kind of get out. We don't know what to do. The things that are wrong with the Nets are so much more hard to digest, I think, at times. And yesterday, the Nets named Jock Vaughn their head coach for not only the remainder of the season, but a contract extension for Jock Vaughn that now sees him on the books for 2023-2024. Two weeks ago, we essentially got confirmation that they were going to be hiring Ime Udoka. They fired Steve Nash, and less than an hour later, had multiple source tweets saying that they were going to do their due process on Ime, and they are trying to hire Ime. But the longer that clock ticked and we didn't get that information, you had to assume something was up. And clearly it was, as they're not hiring Ime Udoka. A good decision, though it should have never been a question as to whether or not they were actually going to do this. Still insane that we've ever even gotten this far. The fact that they had to deal with the level of backlash that they did, which they earned, but the fact that they had to deal with that because they were interested in bringing in Ime Udoka is unimaginable. But again, that's their own doing. Jacques Vaughn, now the head coach, Donnie. What is your take on how Brooklyn has handled this situation? I guess you could probably say they handled it extremely well with the outcome because I tweeted out yesterday like the PR staff <laughs> for the Nets. I mean, how much money were they making on overtime with having to cover all of these stories at once and put on a smiley face in front of the cameras and saying everything is okay. But I do get back to the point where he joked about it. Like the NBA, you know, stepped in behind the scenes because this is something that was in the works that they weren't letting the NBA know and right up front. Hey, by the way, Nash got fired. Wow, that is interesting. And 15 minutes later, hey, they're on the phone with the Doka. But the, my favorite thing about this whole thing is you would say to yourself we never got a full story of what actually happened in Boston everybody was hush hush about it but also when you double down you say well Adoka accepted the suspension didn't talk in front of the public the Nets came out with a convoluted excuse me the Celtics came out with a convoluted press conference nobody really questioned it nobody wanted to talk about it again and then you had like guys like you know uh, Steve uh, Barnes out here saying to himself, like, you know what, man, I just got a call, and it is wild. And a day later going, like, yeah, I can't talk on this anymore. So you knew there was much, much more that meets the eye from what we were seeing here. But also, doubling down on that from the Nets' perspective, they thought they were actually going to get a coach that was going to be scot-free and get him for nothing. No trades, no first-round picks, no compensation, where the Celtics are like, 
Uh, you want him? Uh, sure. Do you want us to drop him down? Sure, he could be your head coach. Like, that had to raise bells right away. Like, boy, they're going to take this problem off our hands when we try to reinstate, reinstate him next year to be our coach and have to answer for this windfall again. So everything that the Nets did didn't make sense. But I think you came up with a competent head coach that at least, Kevin, you're not looking at the franchise as a downer in every press conference that they ask Jacques Vaughn. It's not going to be like, Hey, by the way, uh, is there any issues with the women in the office yeah. here? No, you're talking strictly basketball at this point. So for that point, Kevin, for the Nets, it was a big win, actually, how they handled it with the outcome. So, yes, right? Like, they – actually, to a degree. Here's a quick thing on Ime. I understand the temptation of a potential top five coach in basketball who has a great relationship with your superstar who banged the table for a trade request this offseason. I get that. But for all of the reason he is not the head coach, we should have never even been here. When that report initially came out, we were live on Moneyline on the, on the radio side of things, myself and, and, and Donnie. I was like, there's no way this is real, right? Like, is that a typo? Is this, a, like, did we, are we already dealing with the parody, ver verified checkmark Twitters? What's going on here, right? Whatever, it doesn't happen. But here's what I also don't understand. The initial reports said Ime Udoka, Quinn Snyder, and others. What happened to everybody that wasn't Ime Udoka? Did they talk to None of those people were their names only on the list to try and pretend that they hadn't already essentially told Ime he was going to get the job. Did all of those people say, no, 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 don't call me. I want nothing to do with your organization. How did we go from this is Ime's job, a press release where they said, we're going to do everything we can to get our new head coach in here as quickly as possible, making it very clear you did not want Jock Vaughn to be your head coach to extending Jacques Vaughn beyond this year. How did you lose that much leverage in the room where Jacques Vaughn is like, hey, I'm going to be here for next year too. That's insane. That's absolutely nuts. But of course, that's what happened for the Brooklyn Nets. And to make matters better, as the Nets are now finally buttoning this up, we wonder when Kyrie comes back. Kyrie has now missed four games. The initial press release says he's going to miss at least five, and we'll see if he can meet the checkmark list of things that they've told him to do. There is belief for some that that list of things is built for Kyrie to be unable to actually check those boxes, a.k.a. the Nets don't ever want him back. I have no idea what happens if that's true. But I do know that in the meantime... The Nets are playing their best basketball of the season. Kevin Durant is completely unstoppable last night at home against the New York Knicks. Dominant. 27 points. 29, excuse me. 12 assists, 12 rebounds. Again, unstoppable Kevin Durant. They've been phenomenal defensively. Small sample size, sure. But phenomenal since Kyrie Irving has left. I'll preface this by saying I think the answer is no, but it's a valid question. Are they better off without Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn, Donnie? Maybe they are at this point because what is he bringing to you on the court versus off the court? And we know, you know, NBA players, professional athletes, Kevin, they're creatures of habit here. When they're upset about their game and they go to a press conference, you know what they want to hear? Like, hey, Kevin, you went 7 for 11 from three-point range, but you struggled at the free throw line. He can answer that question. He doesn't want to sit down after a frustrating loss. And the first question coming Kevin Durant's way is, well, what do you think about Kyrie Irving and when he's coming back? Like, that's not how they're built. They want to talk about the game. That's what they want to see, which is where some of these issues arise, where Kevin Durant gets himself in trouble going, can't we just play basketball? Even though there's other worldly issues going on with our basketball team, I just want to play basketball. I wish we could put this all behind us. That's how they operate. But also, the best part about this whole Kyrie Irving thing is it leaves everything open-ended, right? Let's just say that Kyrie Irving was away for five games and that's lost all five games. The Nets would probably come out and say, yeah, he completed everything. He's fine and he's back. Let's just say the Nets play very well over the next two weeks. Does that five games, that's not a definite suspension, turn into seven games, nine games. He hasn't gone to his meetings. Now it's 13, 14, 15 games. That's the way it feels like, but also the wording of the suspension. Right now, Kyrie Irving is not fit to be a Brooklyn Net. So does that mean after five games, he's fit to be a Brooklyn Net again? There's a lot of ambiguity out here on the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving, but as long as they win basketball games, they'll be able to push him more and more into the background. 
and if they do not want Kyrie as a member of this organization anymore, and Kevin Durant ultimately lands on, I get it. Well, then the Nets have a decision to make. What we know is during the offseason, the reports were the only team interested in Kyrie were the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers, who again, we're going to talk about at the top of the next, next segment here, are a complete disaster right now. Now, they've played a tough schedule, but they're 2-9. and nine. There's only two two-win teams in the NBA. It's them and the Houston Rockets, who are nothing but 20-year-olds that are all inefficient guards, okay? A world where the Lakers are willing to come in on Kyrie Irving is not out of the realm of possibility at all. And how accepting people will be of Kyrie, we'll see. I know that he obviously apologized on Instagram after the suspension. I know he made a sizable donation. He's got a lot to do, I think, in public from an apology standpoint. But again, a world where the Lakers are desperate enough to see if they can wear that burden is, is live, as they, are again, are potentially going to deal with a LeBron injury. What I'm interested in, though, Donnie, is if you're the Brooklyn Nets, and the Lakers are still desperate enough to bring Kyrie Irving into to, to their basketball team, I think the Nets have to listen. Because I, it's not, hey, this is great, Russ and, you know, Russ and Kevin Durant again. No, 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 no. What you'd then do if you're the Nets is you take Russ plus those picks that the Lakers would give you, and you flip those to Indiana for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. Or you call Charlotte or Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward, whatever it is, I think I think the Nets have to start to see if there's any bite on Kyrie around the league if they don't really want him because there might be ways to improve this roster then post-Kyrie. Yes, and I do agree with you. And also comes down to Kevin Durant. If he's not fighting behind the scenes for Kyrie Irving, he is going to be gone. Yeah. So unless KD comes out with one of those stances, they trade Kyrie. I'm going to reevaluate my thoughts here with the Nets. That would be an issue. But we're not hearing that. So as long as that we think that Kevin Durant can play well and without him, certainly you got to check all your options here to bring in some other players to keep KD happy so he stays in uniform and doesn't demand a trade every single year from the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Well, maybe like twice a year, honestly, the KD yes. trade request yep. uh, will come down. Uh, again, if you think the Nets, uh, the Nets are the messiest. Well, the Lakers, they stink right now. They're a 2-9 basketball team. We start with them after this quick break on SportsGrid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba -ba. 
back right here on the early line, making it happen with you on a Thursday morning. I mean, DRS, are you chomping at the bit to continue to talk, talk some hoops here or what? I mean, I was ready to go. I really was at this point. This is going to be my big uh-huh. shining moment here to talk some NBA action. But my favorite part about it is, too, because every once in a while, you get to bring on, like, the team's biggest fan. And what I mean by that is the Los Angeles Lakers and Kevin are synonymous one another. I mean, I used to remember, what, way back in the day, Kobe jerseys early up there in Queens. Is that correct? There were some sh- – I think there were a couple of Shaq Laker jerseys uh, that, that oh. we were rocking. So – I mean, it's comparable. The diesel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a fellow, a fellow big man. Shaq and I quite similar body types. People have said many times. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, let's get down to business here. The Lakers yesterday, there's no surprise, right? 114-101 loss to the Los Angeles Clippers. But the bigger issues that are mounting, and before we get down the line with LeBron, let's talk about the game last night. And I will continually say this. I still don't understand. If you tell me right now an NBA team, has LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and they're both playing, and they're not winning, something doesn't make sense. It was supposed to be the big two here, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if you have a couple guys from L.A. Fitness to finish out that roster, which, quite frankly, looks like it's just a few guys from L.A. Fitness here that are playing with A.D. and also LeBron James. But we see him leave this game. He scores 30 points. So, obviously, it's not the issue of him playing in games here. Like, oh, well, LeBron's only scoring 14 points a game. He's way over the hill. No, he dropped 30 points before he left here. Now the question marks will arise. How long is he going to be out? But just looking at that game last night, you just can't keep doing the same things, Kevin, over and over and over with the Lakers. They lose by double digits last night. They're 2-9 and nine now, 0-5 on the road. What gives here? Well, the team is nowhere near as good as the best of the West, which, again, largely is all the Lakers have played. If you would have looked at their opening 11 games, you would have looked at it and said, hey, at least they've got two against the Jazz. No one has won more basketball games this year than the Utah Jazz in the entire NBA. So those weren't going to be easy. This is the second time they've played the Clippers. They've played Denver twice. They've played the Warriors on opening night. It's a very tough schedule. And again, they have been competitive in the games. I know the final score here is a 13-point loss. They lost the first quarter by 17. It was a two-point game at the break. But the Lakers have they've been on the losing side of all the games, so what does it really matter? I think at times you see glimpses of a team that if they had better pieces, could accomplish a lot more. And I know you said we're going to get to it, but if this LeBron injury, if Dr. Donnie is correct, and he misses eight games, we're done here. We're done. Seven of their next eight are against teams underneath 500. This is the part of the schedule where if this team is going to make up any ground, it is right now. Home against the Sacramento Kings. Home against the Brooklyn Nets. Home against the Pistons. Home against the Spurs. They are then at the Suns, play the Spurs another two consecutive times, and then home against the Indiana Pacers. It is now or never. And if they enter those games without LeBron, how is it going to be now? Because I don't, I I just, I don't know how you could trust them to take that eight-game run and be six and two, which is what they need to be. It, it's incredible when you look at it here because we're going to get into some topics here of what is going. Let's just say LeBron James. This is one of those seasons where LeBron is getting up there in age. But when you have a healthy yep. LeBron James on the court, he can give you 30 a night. But from a Lakers perspective, you do need him for the playoffs. So if you're using up all of this energy here for him, those soft tissue injuries are going to pile up. He's not 21 years old anymore. He can't play in back-to-back games. Not just going to respond to an ankle injury, a groin injury, or hamstring injury the same way he was going to do 15 years ago. So now if you're looking at this, you're saying to yourself, well, if we want to have a semblance of a season, is LeBron James going out and playing the next three out of four games here, knowing that at any given moment he can really hurt that groin and make it into a month injury as opposed to just a day-to-day injury? But also, moving forward here, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you have tradable parts, right? It's the worst-case scenario is that you get rid of LeBron. I don't want to go down that path yet. But Anthony Davis is out there. How can you even improve the team? Because I keep getting back to, you know, square one going, you have two superstars. 
That's what you fight for mm -hmm. here and try to build around them. You're going to give up one of those superstars when you're already bad. What could you possibly get back that would be better than AD and help you in this season? It's, it is fascinating that there are these rumors around Anthony Davis. But what I'm unsure of is whether these are rumors that say the Lakers are looking to take a huge swing, hope that they can bring back four different players and that the overall roster will be better or are the Lakers tapping out? Are the Lakers looking at right now at their own selves around the West? And no, 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 we don't have it. And what we need to do is we need to cash in on AD while we can, while he's healthy enough and hope that there are teams out there that will give us a slew of picks and young players and we punt on the season. The thing is, if you're going to do that, which I, to a degree, understand, then you also need to tra trade LeBron James. There is no world in which you trade Anthony Davis and then trot LeBron out there for 65 games. There's no reason for LeBron to be doing that. If this team is going to prioritize 2027, and 2029, the two first-round picks that they refused to part ways with during this offseason, then trade the both of them. Why not, Donnie? What, what, if, if that's what's your priority, a couple of picks a half a decade away, then why are we even bothering running LeBron and Anthony Davis out there? Trade them. You don't think there will be suitors for LeBron and AD? You want to tank, send Russ out there to get triple doubles with Lonnie Walker on a nightly basis. He'll have the time of his life and bring back all the assets in the world and tear this whole thing down. Makes a ton of sense because you're right. If you are, if, if you don't, you're, you're basically telling your team right now, let's just say Jeannie Buss in the office and you're saying, well, we don't want to give away those picks. If you're LeBron James, Anthony Davis going, well, it could actually make us better here. And then they should tell you back, like, we don't yeah. think that'll even make a difference. So we want to hold right. on here. So you're right. If we're looking to clear salary cap over the next two to three years and regain draft picks and try again in 2025, you can do that. It's just usually not the Laker way to say, hey, let's restart this franchise and see what we can do because you're such a high-profile market that the Los Angeles Lakers are just – forget about the draft picks. You're supposed to attract every single top free agent. You can fit them in. They die to go to the Lakers. That's where they want to be. But the fact of the matter is you're telling LeBron James right now, now, because you know, Kevin, as well as I do, LeBron James is knocking on Jeannie Buss's door and going, get rid of the 2027 pick. Give me a shooting guard. Get rid of the 2029 pick. Give me another big body down low. Why aren't we doing this? Isn't this why you got me to maximize my talents, my profitability, and maybe we can win another championship? This is what we're doing it for. And they're telling him, like, well, no, that 17th pick in 2027, you'll probably end up cutting in two years. That's what you're worried about? It's crazy for Lakerland right now. But it, it it is crazy. But if that is their belief that, again, Miles Turner plus Buddy Heald doesn't give you a chance to be a top four team, which, again, if that's their belief, okay, well, then you got to go the other way. What the, Then what the heck are we doing here, right? What are we doing here? I, I, again, especially that's just, if you're LeBron, you're, you're, you're in year 20 and you still clearly have winning basketball left in you. Why yeah. is this what you want? And I still believe you say, oh, well, LeBron signed that extension. One, it's a lot of money to leave on the table, no matter how much he already has. And two, I think LeBron was under the impression that this front office was going to make a move. And they've not made that move. We have eight games. We have the most important eight games of their season coming up. If, if, that's, a, if that's a 500 run, which would then probably mean they lose multiple games to the Spurs, then we're done here. And just pivot and trade him. Why not? I know I know. we opened the segment joking about me wearing a Lakers jersey. Trust me, I am absolutely ready to, to, to don a new hat here and cheer for LeBron James as a member of the Dallas Mavericks if that's what's going to take. Because there's no reason for this team to win 32 games with LeBron and AD on the roster.
Yep, get used to the hashtag coming up. Braun for Brooklyn. Oh, boy, with that heat up there in the Big Apple. Now, look, (laughs) I want to have some fun here. we got a couple minutes left in this segment. We're going to talk about the most improved player award in the NDA, which I think is absolutely hilarious. I'm going to tell you why. Jay Gilgis-Alexander last night in a loss to the Milwaukee Bucks. They're actually 10-1 and one now. Didn't even have Giannis last night. Didn't matter. They dropped 136 because Javon Carter can score 36 points in his absence. So it leads me down that road. Is, is you know, the best player on the team actually Giannis? Yes, of, co- of course it is. But if you look at OKC here, most improved player, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is a plus 260 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I laugh at that because I say to myself, what are the qualifications to be a most improved player in the NBA? Typically it's, man, This guy played for four years, scored two points a game, 14 minutes a game, healthy every single year. And all of a sudden, he got put into the starting lineup, and he's a superstar, all-star caliber player. That's not the case with SGA. What do we like when he plays? It seems like he drops 40 when they allow him to play. So how the heck can he even qualify for most improved player Should be most improved player that's actually allowed to play for his franchise at (laughs) plus 260 here, Kevin? Yeah, last year he played 56 games, and the year before that with the Thunder, he played 35 games, the two seasons that they've been absolutely outright tanking. He's played 10 games this season. He has scored 30-plus in seven of them. What we saw last year with the Most Improved Award is it was less about, man, this guy went from you know decent to really good. No, it's about a guy basically th- throwing himself into the I'm a top 15 player in the NBA conversation, right? That's what happened last year with John Morant. Your preseason favorite for this award was Anthony Edwards. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is averaging 31.5 points per game, a 7-point-per-game increase. He has been wildly improved, no doubt about it. But as we talk about trading, guys, Thunder fans, I don't understand how they've been mad at me for saying this. It's the most obvious thing in the world. How much longer do you think SGA is going to settle for this? Chet's out this year. So, so the tank started before we got going, right? We, we, we knew how that was going to go. They're going to be bad. But certainly bad enough, right, to not make any type of postseason run to start this season. They're already 4-7. and seven. Next year, or this coming year, the idea is they're obviously going to get Victor Webanyama. No, they won't. They have a bazillion picks. And the team that gets the first pick will hang up on them every single time they call. But, hey, we got a lot of picks to offer you for Victor. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. We're not trading. So then next year when it's Chet, SGA, and the fourth pick in next year's draft class, are we then going to take the Thunder serious? I know you can try and say, oh, preach patience, preach patience. That's not how this league works. It's not. And you know that this league circles like sharks around players like this. All SGA has to do is hit that button. Get me out of here. And you know what? Sam Presti might be over the moon, actually, to trade him and bring in more picks. He he is the one, Donnie, that we are waiting on when it comes to star player trade requests. Him and LeBron. Sooner than later. They might trade him tomorrow if they can to get move up in there. But the NBA, yes, the NFL is here tonight. Let's talk about it next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Closing out hour number one is 97 with a football talk here. Uh, Jonathan Abram, yesterday uh, we saw, or recently was released by the Raiders, and the Packers claimed him which really only begs one question. Mm-hmm. Can Jonathan Abram play wide receiver DRS? I mean, any, any yeah. idea how much he could help him in that department? I mean, word on the street, my guy Guttenkust was out here checking high school tapes. Like, oh, four-star wide receiver right here, bringing him in for free. Sign yeah. me up, Aaron Rodgers. Are you healthy and happy now? Ridiculousness. Now, first off, it sounds great that you bring in a first-round draft pick, but go into the numbers, and when it actually tells you he's one of the worst cover players in the secondary, I don't know how this is going to help the Green Bay Packers any way, shape, or form, because as Kevin stated, you need wide receivers. Also... You need Aaron Rodgers to not crumble in Detroit. They should have never lost that game. And Rodgers can kick and scream all he wants at the end of those drives. A lot of that was on Aaron last week. That's not all been Rodgers' fault. Yeah, sure. You can say all of it. I mean, it's hard usually for 100%, but whatever you want to do. All I'm saying is that team has... It's basically one last hurrah. You remember when they went to Buffalo, DRS, and it was like, oh, my God, Rodgers getting double digits? This week might be more damning. It is the first time he has ever been an, a better-than-field-goal underdog in Lambeau. It has been a fortress. Nobody goes into Lambeau and beats Aaron Rodgers. He's catching five this week in that stadium. Yes, and that's going to be hard to sort of keep you away from that because it's something that we don't see. Go looking for a trend when Aaron Rodgers starts getting about a touchdown at Lambeau. You're probably not going to find much on that. But also, I do love Aaron Rodgers for one reason, where he says, you know what? They didn't really stop us. We stopped ourselves. Aaron, just say it. You stunk. You stopped the Packers. Forget about the line. You stopped them last week. We'll see if he can go up against Michael Parsons this week. Oh, good luck. Oh, man, I tell you, you know, a lot of the hype around Micah Parsons, man. But if I remember correctly, Jalen Hurts had that man in a pretzel every time they ran the read option. Uh, But he's having a nice season other than that. College action starts hour two. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.